Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Audible Farm podcast. I'm your host. My name is Peter Stockdale. This week, I'm sitting down with Tyler Price. Tyler Price plays the bass, and, uh, you know, he looks like he always is having a good time doing it. And he plays for TV Cop. They are a, I guess you could call them a pop punk band, maybe a power punk or a pop power punk. I don't know, whatever. But it's uh, it's somewhere in that pop punk area. And uh, when I first saw him, the band's name was Sports Team, and they, you know, incorporated uh, trombone and they've gone through some member changes recently and we discussed that a little bit in the upcoming podcast as well as where he drew inspiration from and uh, some of his favorite bands etc so stick around for this one it's going to be a great one I actually recorded this one on the go I used a portable recorder and it was something I'm, I'm just trying new things out on the podcast to see what works to try to make life a little bit easier out there on the go so this one's going to be a little bit shorter than normal and uh you know, hopefully that doesn't deter anybody from listening. So I appreciate Tyler for his time. He uh, came out and met me before a show that I had played last weekend. And uh, I really appreciate everybody for stopping out to that show. And I really appreciate Tyler for, you know, showing up and, and having a little conversation with me. So shout out to you, Tyler, and uh, everybody enjoy the podcast. Thank you very much. This is episode number 33 with Tyler Price. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Uh, all right, so today, sitting down with Tyler Price. Hello. And uh, you are the bassist for... TV Cop, uh, formerly known as Sports Team. Yep, yep. It's been a while since the Sports Team to TV Cop changed, and I think you guys have done a pretty good job of solidifying the new name. <laughs> I uh, I remember when the name change happened, and it was a pretty sad deal, like overall, because I thought Sports Team was awesome. You guys uh, made T-shirts that just said Sports Team on them, <laughs> and uh, they were like sports themed and things like that. You know, so you'd be like walking around. Baseball shirts. Yeah, everybody and, liked the baseball shirts. Yeah, it was it was. Freaking awesome! So uh, I'm gonna turn the levels up just a skosh here and see what happens. I'm uh, recording portable today. Hopefully, it doesn't sound like deuce, but uh, just gotta try and expand my horizons a little bit with this. So uh, you guys were we were gonna play a house show together over the weekend when we were uh, recording this, but unfortunately, you guys had to drop off the show. And yeah. uh, that kind of sucks because you guys are probably one of my favorite bands from around the area. Well, thank you. Thank you. That. Uh, I've seen. Um, these microphones are like totally shit, so you gotta like point them. Okay. At like your, this. Yeah. This like, like yeah. Otherwise, it. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just the way they work. I didn't. I didn't spring for the high end stuff when I went for the podcasting gig because it's not gonna make me the money. Nah, so, cool. but uh, yeah, you guys were supposed to play the show. Uh, your drummer couldn't get the date off, but right now your drummer is currently your other guitarist. If that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. So. So uh, what's what's going down with that? You guys are looking for a drummer still. Uh, uh yeah yeah i mean i can't really like get way into it no it's cool but yeah we we have had a lot of member changes and it's been kind of rough but i mean like this the core you know base of of tv cop is is still there it's, yep oh know? yeah definitely yeah so yeah you know it's just a matter of finding like musicians that want to work with us and want to put down Oh yeah, a I, little bit of work because it's 
it's not easy. It's not no, not it, a. I don't know. No, it's I just t- not easy. Yeah, I totally get it, man. It's uh, just doing the grind every single day. Uh, it can wear on a person if yeah. it's not what you really want to do. Yeah, and, you don't make money doing it. You have to drive around everywhere. Yeah, away from like friends and family a lot. So it's it's not for everybody, you know. No, and that's like one thing that seems to be the common theme in most of these podcasts is like. Most people don't get into it because they think they're going to make money. Um, a lot of people realize it's more work than they thought it was going <laughs> yeah. to be. Yeah. And then uh, there's usually a drop-off. And, I mean, I found myself in those shoes. Like, I played music in my early 20s and then just, like, quit through the majority of my 20s and then just started playing again recently. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at now. I, I totally get where people are coming from. you got to have that drop-off. And... Uh, it's it's not like everyone's gonna go through it, but some people just uh, kind of get tired of driving everywhere. Like, yeah, I, I go to school in a different town than I uh, than I live in, so I drive every day. And then I live in a different town than all my bandmates, so I drive for that. And I mean, I'm on the road plenty, and it's it's wearing me thin. That's yeah. for sure. Well, and I I didn't want to like you know trash talk old members of the band or anything, cause like we're all we're all friends, like we're all you know still buds on on it but like yeah oh totally and i'm i'm good friends with all your guys to uh the past members too and it's yeah. not you know this is definitely not anything down on them it's uh playing music with people is something that you have to find the right group of people to get along with for the the amounts of time that you need to be together and it's yeah. not and it's not always easy <laughs> and i'll tell you what um i mean like i've been through that with with my bandmates uh, once or twice here or there but it's it's just those little spats you just got to kind of go with, and, and you learn how to... It's almost like a weird thing where you learn how to professionally handle yourself around other people. Yeah. And and we're all... Uh, it's not like we're all professionals. That's why we're playing music, you know? So <laughs> so we, uh, we... All of us, I'm sure all of us have done it once or twice, uh, been a little short with people, and it's just the way that it happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't, you know, we don't want to sound like... We don't want people thinking that we're dicks and hard to work with or anything, but it's just... You know, it's hard to get people to put put the work forward. You know, like yeah, you gotta order stickers, you gotta record, you gotta order the shirts, and merch, and you yeah, gotta drive, and you gotta load up equipment, you gotta buy equipment, and you don't get a whole lot of uh, time to work or uh, yeah, you know, make money or anything. Exactly. I and like I totally get that because you guys in uh, TV Cop definitely have a different drive than most bands. You guys are uh, out there every single weekend playing shows. Yeah, we're practic- trying to. You're practicing every single week. You're hopping on shows uh, all over the place in Eastern Iowa, Central Iowa. Yeah. Um, pretty much anywhere that'll have you. Where's how far out of state have you guys gotten? Uh, I don't think we have gotten out. Uh, Kirksville, I guess, is the only place that we have gotten out of state. Uh, where, honestly, uh, where's that at? Uh, Missouri. Yeah, is that yeah. just like just south of Keokuk somewhere? Where is that at? Uh, man, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I GPS it. <laughs> Have to GPS it on a map. But that's uh, and I mean, I I get that. Like, uh, but got, we play in Des Moines, Iowa City, all the time, and that's still like a two-hour drive for us. Yeah, and and that's know? and that's kind of like what I'm getting at. You guys aren't just like a band of of like a handful of people that lives in a big city that are only playing shows in that big city. You guys are actually going out. For yeah, the, for the long we drives. Well, you live, you know, your guys' band is, oh shit, your guys' band is based out of Ottumwa, and that's not necessarily super close to anything. No, it no. it's like a little corner. Yeah, down there. so, uh, I mean, it's a two hour drive to Des Moines, you said. Yeah. And I mean, that's how far I gotta drive to yeah. get here, so it's, it's no different. <laughs> but, uh, it's just one of those things that you gotta have that drive to keep doing it. And, uh, I mean, have you ever gone through, like, in your own mind, like, just like, 
every now and then it seems like I go to a gig where it's just like, oh my God, I'm just dragging ass today. And I just had to haul my shit and then you got to pick it up and put it in the car. And it's like, man, I wish I had a smaller setup. You know, I got to drag around a four by 12 with a hundred watt amp. And I, like, I get why people are downsizing. You got to go by the 212. That's yeah. what you got to do. That's yeah. what we're doing. I mean, that's the way to do it. But it's, it's insane that like a two by 12 cabinet costs just as much as a four by 12 or more. Yeah. It's it's less materials and it's and even if you want to build one, it's like even more than that. So. Yeah, I mean there are a couple. There are actually a few companies in Iowa that do custom-made cabs for people, and I debated on hitting them up uh, whether or not to maybe try out one of their products or not. If they could cut me a deal, if any of them are listening, I'm not going to name you by name, but uh, hit me up at www.audiblefarm.com, audiblefarm at Gmail. No, uh, very seriously though, like the two by 12 seems to be the way to go. I've seen people go in uh, all digital with just a, a pedal board setup. I mean, I saw Eli Dykes for recently. Yeah. He does like everything just straight out of a pedal board. Yeah. I can, I can do that too. Like run a bass. I, I don't like to, I like to have my own cabinet there, but I, I use it as, as like a monitor for myself just yep. so I can hear myself. I don't, I don't need a huge big old stack. Yeah. And it, it can kind of confuses me when I do have a big, huge stack pushing air behind me. Like. I borrowed uh, homeboys. Jeff. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Our, our, our bassist. Yeah, yep. and he just had this huge giant rig, and, yep. and yep. it was it was like blowing my blowing my hair back when I was playing it. Yeah, and I mean that's a uh, that's just like one of those things. I like to have a lot of air moving. I like to be able to hear myself and stuff. But like, I would literally ju- be just as happy with with one in ear monitor. Yeah. and and call it good enough. Uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like it's always badass to have a huge giant stack and uh-huh. like just you know you know it takes me back to like the grindcore days yeah like, dude giant stacks you couldn't even stand in the building with them it was so loud it was blowing yep. your head off you know yeah and i mean i've got Still the cap- i've got the capability to do that and i i mean i if you had seen three finger betty in like 2017 <laughs> i mean i used to drag around two cabs and uh it was it was a thing but it's it just my old back can't handle it yeah. anymore. No, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, you know, being a bass player, it's like I don't want to make these guys have to lug around my eight by ten cabinet that weighs two hundred pounds. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, the refrigerator cabs—that's what they were always known right. as because they were literally almost refrigerator yeah. sized. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of things to be said about like, I mean, materials have gotten better lately. There's a lot of like lighter cabs made out of uh, com- yep. more composite woods that are are lighter to lift lately. Like, uh, I want to say Fender Rumble recently came like remodeled everything they did and they came out with a cabinet and the cabinet and the base amp and everything it's like it might be like 100 watts or so but it's it weighs like nothing yeah like 30 pounds it's like this is insane how light this weighs because you know base base stuff was always super super heavy yeah you know well and i just i just recently upgraded my rig i got a uh a vintage 1970 some sun cabinet oh cool 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 and it's it's awesome yeah and it's, it is it's heavy it's heavy as fuck i've seen a lot of those sun cabinets coming yeah. back around uh even those sun heads are getting popular like oddly enough some bass heads are getting popular with guitar players yeah um, uh, it's i don't know exactly what they're it's like doom metal of some sort i don't know what they're doing but they're they're yeah. rocking out like 400 watts out of a out of a bass head but they're yeah. just using relying a lot on pedals because they just want that huge thick sound yeah yeah and it, it totally works it's, it makes a lot of sense too because there's usually a higher band eq on a on a yep. bass rig than there is on a guitar rig anyways so but uh you know it's just the way the way it kind of like this is 
turn into gear talk a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but uh, like, how did you get started playing bass guitar, or was bass your first choice, or did you start uh, out like playing piano, or? Well, like... it's funny, like I, you know, you know Dakota. Yep. Uh, he writes all the songs for TV Cop, and I've known him since he was about fourteen. Uh huh. Uh, he's I'm an old dude. He's younger than I am. Thirties <laughs> now, but yeah. Uh, well, join the club, man. You know, so he started playing. He's like you know 14 15 or something like that so he's just like a savant uh-huh. when it comes to some of that shit but you know he writes all the music but uh yeah i started out playing like so he, he started like 15 i started playing at like 19 20 somewhere around there and i had an old uh fender mexican stratocaster and i was learning how to play it and i walked into a a music shop in centerville where i'm from uh-huh. and there was a a pink p bass <laughs> up there and this is like 2004 like blink 22 was awesome you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. i was like i don't know what that bitch is but i'm gonna play it like that's uh-huh. what i want yeah. so i traded it straight up oh crazy for an old you know beat up johnson p bass yeah, yeah. but but yeah and I, mean, I just never looked back I'm, that's that's pretty cool i like, like playing bass like, like what kind of music were you drawn to to like make you start playing bass or was it you like you just wanted to play bass with one of your buddies in a band or what exactly well, it's kind of both really like i I loved punk. Yeah. And I was really, really into Rancid, and they just had a kick-ass bass player. Yeah, dude. And, yeah. And, like I said, Blake Blink-182 and all that. And, and I did want to be in a band, so I was like, you know what? There's a million guitar players. Not many people around here play bass, so I just never looked back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I, I feel like uh, our paths are kind of similar. Like, there were a couple people around that played instruments, and I was like, hey, I kind of want to get into this, and... And they were like, well, you know, get a guitar and kind of learn, and we can all just kind of learn together. So we all started playing punk music. Yeah. I don't know what the big draw to punk music uh, seems to be. Maybe it's like our age group, because I'm assuming we're close to the same age. I'm uh, 31. Yeah, 31. Yeah. 33. So, yeah, we're like, <laughs> we're right in that same age group and stuff. Like, uh, I leaned a lot more towards pop punk, which is kind of why I take to you guys as TV cop. Yeah, I did too. Like, I, I got really into, like, metal and hardcore and stuff, because Tumwa actually had a pretty sweet like little metal scene yeah there for a little bit like when i was yeah. getting out of high school like there's bands like rinavera and a well-dressed man that came out of there that were just badass and i remember going to all their shows and being like that's what i want to do right there yeah know? yeah and you know that so seems like i got into punk and hardcore and metal and yeah that's another thing that comes up quite often is like going to local shows is kind of what gets a lot of people really into doing yeah. it because it's i mean of course you like other music cause well not... you see the legit shit exactly yeah when you go there you're like this is punk yeah this is punk rock right here exactly you know? it makes it t- they don't give a fuck they're not making any money yeah it's tangible too like it's, it's sweaty there's a pit right there you know yeah just having it right in front of you and seeing somebody else do it right in front yeah. of you that's not like a band that's touring with all this money yeah. and blah, blah. It's just or like, like a huge rock star or yeah it's like oh my gosh these guys are just out here doing this thing and and you know that's super badass because this this isn't something that you know they're doing it they're here doing it because they want to not because yeah not because yeah. it's something that they you know and that's i think that's one of the biggest motivators and drivers for a lot of this kind of stuff is yeah, I, I never set out to make like a whole bunch of money doing this no you know no way, what i mean i just wanted to like you know I mean, there's Play a badass riffs. There's kind of like a weird spot in there, um, like when you. I never set out to make money doing this, but right now I'm so busy that like I have to justify it somehow because I'd, I'd be like losing money on the back end if I go to like shows. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, whether it comes down to like not doing my school work or not being able to go to work on a whatever day yeah. as late as I should. So, 
Uh, there is a little bit of a money trade-off, but it's not like a make-or-break situation. Yeah. Uh, I like I got into this in detail in the last podcast. Uh, Nick Earhart's probably got the best thought process behind it because if you're splitting, if you're arguing over like twenty-five bucks, yeah, you know, with a with a promoter, but you have got four guys in your band, that's like nothing. Yeah, it's like six bucks a person yeah. you're arguing over. So don't argue over. And if it's ultimately going to come down to you playing a show or not playing a show. You should probably just play the show because that's what you want to do, anyways. And that's that's one of those things where, like, I admire you guys. Got this grind. I don't know. I'm, well, like, the reason that we were able to do it is mm-hmm. like from the like right from the very beginning, we got T-shirts uh-huh. printed of, like you said, and we'll take losses on shows. Yeah. Like if we have to drive up there and we don't get paid any gas money, we'll go. We'll make up for it by kicking ass at the show. You know, three people buy shirts. That's thirty bucks. That's our gas money. We can get home, yep. or at least pretty fucking close to it. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. So that's how we do it. Like, the only way is is selling our shit and kicking ass at at shows. That's all yeah. you can really do. You know, that makes a lot of sense because like merch seems to be like the one place where you could probably make the most money if you justifiably can. And it's not like you have to like rip people off to make a shirt to make money. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. TV cops will. TV Cop will always have ten dollar T shirts, always, and that's always. like the greatest thing ever. Because yeah. I'll tell you, I've I've forked over more than ten bucks for a T shirt on, yep. on many occasions and been more than okay with it. Yeah. But like, you you almost don't say no to a ten dollar shirt. No, you know it's just like one of those deals. And I will have to say, I remember, I don't know if we've talked about this personally, but the first time uh, I saw you guys, you were sports team still, and I was uh, gonna. Like I had to either work the next day or go to school, or I had something going on where I had to be there early the next day, and uh, I saw you guys kind of setting up and stuff. I was like, I'll listen to one of these songs, and then I'm out of here. And then like one song goes by, I'm like, all right, I'll I'll listen to another one. <laughs> and then before you know it, I sit down and listen to your whole set. I'm like, all right, I gotta get a t-shirt, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah. it's exactly like you said. If you show up and just you just kick ass and people like you, then you're you're gonna make at least a couple bucks well, back. Yeah, and me, you know, me and Dakota have always been like annoyed at people that will get up there on the mic and take a million million minutes between each song that they play and it's boring and so we just throw it all at your face you know every every song back to back back to back yeah stop like a couple times and be like what up buy t-shirts and that's that's our attitude you can you know you paid money to come see music we're gonna play music for you yeah and that makes that makes total sense too i'll tell you what because uh I remember one of the first times I ever saw Megadeth live, Dave Mustaine uh, played like eight songs. And uh, this might have been the, it was one of the 20th anniversary tours. It might have been Rust in Peace. Uh, but anyways, I was going to one of the 20th anniversary tours for Megadeth. And th- he played all the way through the whole entire album. And then he stops and he's just like, you know, hey... <laughs> I'm Dave Mustaine. This is Megadeth, and uh, I don't like to talk on stage because if you're talking, you're not playing, and I feel like you're overcompensating. And yeah. so it's just like one of those deals where if you're just sitting there talking the whole time, you're probably not playing the full amount you could. So you could fill like it's one of those deals. Like, could you fill an hour? Yeah, you could fill an hour if you talk between every song. Yeah. You know, or like, could you fill two? Like, yeah, probably. Like, if you just stretch it out even a little bit more. And but it's one of those things where you guys are concise and to the point. I remember seeing you at. Uh, two broke last year i believe it was and you guys i like literally didn't play for like about 40 seconds the whole time you're on yeah. stage you just like kept playing and kept playing and as soon as one song ends you were snap beat like right onto the next song yeah you know, so that's how we practiced everything it's just you know back to back to back a lot of like dakota's really good at writing songs that kind of end in the same key as another one starts and mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah. we can all just 
can all just kind of flow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I totally dig what you guys are doing in, in the TV cop camp. That's, that's definitely for <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, I once, like a, once again, I'm, I'm pretty bummed you guys, <clears throat> excuse me. Like it's been a while. I feel like since we've played a show with you, uh, and it's kind of a bummer that I don't get to see you guys play. Well, we, we do have another member coming back too. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, Justin Ludeman oh, is cool. coming back to play some guitar. So we have some oh, leads. You're going to have another guitar back. in there. That's cool. So, cool. Like, we're, we're rebuilding some shit. We'll that's, be out there. That's cool. I can't wait to, uh, you know, get back in touch with you guys and play another show. Cause I, I don't know. There's just something about you guys and the energy you bring and, uh, you guys are all really enjoyable people to be around uh, at shows and stuff like that. I remember uh, seeing you in Fort Dodge one time, and it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna take these guys out to eat. You know, it's just like, let's all go to Buffalo B-dubs. Wild Wings. Yeah, let's, let's all go to B Dubs and hang out. You know, so we all went to Buffalo Wild Wings, hung out for a while, and well, then Steve ate a whole bunch of. Uh super spicy yeah chicken and then got up there and like dry heaved in his mouth like right when we started the set oh my god yeah that was spicy jamaican jerk chicken or something i don't know yeah that was that was a god that was a hell of a good time that's just like another thing like it's kind of crazy to think about how long um i mean like we really haven't like known each other for that long but we kind of no. we kind of have like been in, as a matter of fact you know what the crazy thing was i think uh like a year ago was when I actually became friends with you, I believe I saw that on Facebook or two years I'm ago. I'm horrible on Facebook. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't know. I, <laughs> I as of late, have I'm getting just, better at it. <laughs> I, as of late, just started like abandoning like Facebook and social media. I've uh, it's not cool anymore, dude. I spent so much time on there, and it's it's one of those things where, uh, dude, I'm an accountant now, so I'm starting to take like inventories of like everything that I do. Uh, nerd. And it's it's ner- <laughs> dude. That's I yell that all the time. Nerd. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just started taking inventory of all that stuff. Like, there's no reason I should be sending, like, five hours a day on my phone. No. You know, this is why I'm mad at myself for not doing homework or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. if if I'm not, like, ideally, if I'm not playing music, I'm going to be outside. Yeah. You know, building something, taking a hike. I don't know. I don't want to look at a a screen all day. No. And I've, and, you know, that's the other thing is, like, sitting, that's all I do all day long, you know, at my job is just sit at a screen and crunch numbers. So, that's uh that's something else I, I guess get a little burned out from looking at my phone i drive around and deliver pizzas well you know it's Look uh, at that beast over there <laughs> oh sweet <laughs> no you know it's just it's one of those things like to each their own and i've i've learned over the years because i've had uh a couple junkier jobs and a couple better jobs quote unquote by uh what you would say from the outside looking in but mm-hmm. the grass is not greener it's not always no. greener and uh it's it's not a, a good or a bad thing uh, at some of the jobs because every job had like ridiculous positives. I've been a telemarketer. I've worked in fast food. I've done everything. I've I've built houses. I've done all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't always, matter to it, me. It always seems to be, I am who I am. Yeah. I'm defined by my job. You Bingo. Know? And that's another thing. I Unless feel. you want to call me a kick-ass bass player, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. That TV dude. And that here's another thing about you is like, uh, as far as characteristics that I I can catch from your vibe is you are you seem to always be smiling. Like you're yeah. always in a good mood, uh, especially when you're playing bass. Yeah. You know? Like you are uh, just grinning to beat the band on. St- it's not like you're just cheesing out, but you kind of are. You're just having a blast up there. Or what's what's the deal with that? That's the only way I know how to play. Just like I'm not like I said, I taught myself how to play when I was like 20, and part of that was just just vibing on the music just everything else goes away and then i can just hang out that's yeah. what i want to do so yeah 
kind of reminds me. <laughs> I'm having, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing bass with my friends. How, how terrible is this day, you know? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it reminds me of this one thing. It's just like, you know why Eddie Van Halen smiles so much? Because he's Eddie Van Drugs. Halen. No, <laughs> you know, because he's Eddie Van yeah. Halen. That's why. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things out there. You're just out there having a blast doing what you're doing. I, uh, I definitely, depending on, like, it, it just sucks to say this because, like, sometimes, like, my, uh, depending on the vibe of the day, like even just getting on stage and playing stuff, I just like I'm just like deadpan, you know. Like I, turn, yeah. I turn into this person that looks like they're playing in a jazz trio or something that just like has zero facial expression <laughs> while they're like trying to think intensively about stuff. And it's not like I'm even doing anything that intense yeah. on stage, but uh, you know, I've you, you can sub you know sub supplement that with like energy drinks and things like that. But uh, at the same time, I sometimes I get a little. Uh, off and that just doesn't set well even like when i hit the stage like i don't know i recently played a show and it was just like man something just isn't right today and you're just like playing the show and you're like yeah i did it all but at the same time i wasn't just feeling it and i don't it's it's tough to say i can usually pick it up um if i haven't picked it up throughout the whole show that we three finger betty ends most of our shows with a jam night yeah so like we like just jam around and just make a bunch of stuff up and that's usually when I can instantly tell if I'm like on or not that night. And, yeah, uh, I, that's another thing too. I'm not very good at jamming. Oh, you man. know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, these all of these songs, you know, I learned them because I liked them, and that's why I play them. You know, like I, yep. I just feel it out and go for it. Learn the riff. Yeah. Uh, go balls to the wall, I guess. Have you uh, ever like thought about trying to figure out how to jam or like look into like? song structure oh yeah no i mean I'm, like, yeah, I'm getting a little better at it like that you know that's one thing is like when i started this band i was like i'm gonna be a little bit better of a bass player uh-huh. than i was in some of my previous bands yeah you know i'm gonna like learn to be solid and learn what keys are and yeah yeah what uh, notes i can play where yeah i'm gonna learn that dude that was something that to me when i first started figuring out like what keys were where and where the notes were at and uh you've started finding the patterns that you could repetitively hit if you needed to or uh you know just places you could pick up and fall off on uh with different things and i'll tell you what that was something that just skyrocketed my confidence level and i started going to like jam nights at the local pubs and i talk about this in some of the other podcasts um with you know like there's just people around the area up in fort dodge in that area that just they'll set up be like hey bring your instrument in and just start playing and so people will just start playing music and flip-flopping between people and yeah uh, you know jumping on and off yeah and i started going to those and i started playing at some of them and it's just one of those things that when i could when i finally found out i could do that it was like one of these huge confidence boosts and uh, you know, I was about at that point where I joined Three Finger Betty as well. I realized I could actually like contribute something to a band worthwhile, and that was, you know, that was one of the reasons I didn't join any bands through most of my twenties. I, I was in a band in high school, and yeah. after that, it was just kind of like, eh, I don't think I have the time and the drive to do this, <laughs> yeah. and I just didn't want to sell anyone sh- short, like myself or someone else, or just like waste their time, you know, and. Uh, when I finally got better and just like had had a, had the drive again, I I God I I held on to it the best I could because I'll tell you what like my chops are a lot better than they used to be. But I, I was playing some stuff the other day and it, it just wasn't hitting. <laughs> and it's like man, I, that goes Every to day sh- for that, me, man. That goes to show you they fucking all those. Oh man, I dropped another f bomb. That's only like the second one I've ever <laughs> dropped in this podcast. Oh. So, well, either way. Well, um, you told me I could swear, so I was swearing. You swear all you want, but I, I don't know why. I just The F-bomb's a weird one, because I get the mic in front of me, and I don't want to say it. Yeah. 
but yeah i don't know it's not like riding a bike it doesn't you can't just always do it sometimes you got to build your chops up and keep them up by practicing every single day and that's yeah. uh that's not always easy you know you gotta have that drive to do it you gotta have the time to do it you gotta make time to do it yeah you know it's something i was talking about in some of my i teach guitar lessons uh for beginners and things like that that's something i just tell people you gotta make the time every single day to just pick it up for a little bit and don't you know sit on the sit on the couch watch tv run through some scales that's all you gotta do that's exactly what i told people like keep it next to the tv because like well a commercial comes on or something you'll just pick it up or you'll be watching something you've seen 20 times and you'll realize you're bored of it and you'll pick the guitar up instead and even if it's just for like a minute it's worth it yeah yep so i mean that's just something I've always uh, wanted to do, and luckily now, like the same room my TV is in, is is the same room where I've got like a handful of guitars, so I can always just like walk over and grab one real quick and play if I want. So yeah. it's kind of nice. I got them hanging on the wall. That's there. dude, like a professional. Yeah, like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, we've done about a half an hour. It, it appears that my I'm like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm doing this on a portable recorder. I've got about 15 minutes left on the recorder before I'm out of space. That's cool. I'm having a good time. Yeah, because that's how that's how this rolls. Sitting in a car. Yeah, that's uh, that's another one. We're doing this on the road. Uh, we met up before a show that I'm I'm going to be playing on the weekend. It's kind of like a precursor to Two Broke for the Arts Fest, which you guys played last year. Uh, I was also on that show with Three Finger Betty. We were going through member changes at that time, too. Yep. Um, actually, I believe I've... I, yeah, I do. Um, on the Audible Farm YouTube page, uh, go figure, there's video of you guys and video of us, I believe. Yeah, um, we had trombone. Yep. You had trombone at the time. Yep. Yep. So that's that's a cool thing to, like... That's something I also wanted to capture with uh, Audible Farm, was just trying my best to, like, videotape people. And you guys were one of the first bands. I was like, I'm going to videotape these guys. And I think... Other than uh, some dark mirror material from back in the day, I think your guys is. Uh, I think I can hear that. Doing this. Yeah, I think I can hear that. <laughs> uh, no, like other than some dark mirror, mater- mirror bleh, material from way back in the day, your guys was stuff first stuff I put up. Um, you might even been the first stuff ever that I put up. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that was a house show actually at the same. That was before we had any recordings or anything. So if anybody wanted to see us or know what we were about to book us for anything they had to look at the audible farm yeah dude that's cool because i remember dakota telling me that he sent a handful of people my way and that it helped you guys get a yeah. cu- couple bookings here and there so that's and that's literally all i want to try to help everybody yeah i just try my best try to, to be chill yeah just <laughs> just trying my best to, to to give back because i've spent so much time enjoying music like i'll tell you what like the whole time i wasn't playing guitar i was still going to like dark mirror shows and checking out the metal bands in Des Moines and things like that and I mean I, I when I grew up I played guitar and I always remember going to see like Hold for Swank uh that's a band that they I, just got a hold of us actually. yeah dude I'll tell you what I've been like working on that for a long time <laughs> I've been like tweeting you guys in the same tweets and uh uh talking to uh, everybody with uh you know just positive vibes because I feel like you two guys would be a really fun show to see and I uh yeah we played with them way back in the day probably one of my other dumb bands I was in yeah and they were super cool dudes so dude yeah Eric Nelson's such a cool guy I remember seeing him when I was like 15 years old uh at a jam night and uh uh, he busted out Amy I suggest that's a throwback for Eric if he's listening I don't know if he's (laughs) gonna be listening to this but he'll probably giggle at that one 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the Hold for Swank guys are awesome, but I'd love to get a show yeah, with they, them sometime. They hit, they hit us up. They said they would be down with a show. Dude, that's totally cool, because uh, you got to let me know when that's at, and I'll, I'll show up and, and do my best to video record that one or something, because yeah. that's... Dude, I, I, you guys are two like my favorite kinds of bands that I've seen, because there's a lot of metal around the state, but there's not a whole lot of uh, punk that... Uh, what I would call like the 2000s-ish era punk, like pop punk, you know, like yeah. post-Weezer well, post pop punk type stuff, you know, like uh, I feel like Weezer kind of controlled the 90s and into the 2000s, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, here's Sum 41 and Blink-182 and Green Day and Newfound Glory, and I mean, you just start, they just... Fall out, boy. Dude, they all just came out and just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming, and uh, I loved every drop of it, and like Hold for Swank is one of those bands that I, I would put like kind of in the... I always put them in the same breath as you, you know, and... uh Actually, I recently saw a band, uh, <laughs> I, I, gosh, I'm, I'm going to have to tell you off the air. I saw a band recently that I think you guys would probably dig that I think might be a fun show for yeah, you. We'll play anywhere with anyone. So <laughs> got a garage or an amp. We'll play yeah. anytime. That's, uh, that might actually be a rancid lyric. <laughs> I think that is, uh, the journey back to East Bay. I yeah. Believe. Yeah. That's, I think that's from that song. Yeah. So we're coming back full circle to the rancid. <laughs> did you ever play any other instruments other than bass? Like growing no. up, did you, you didn't you didn't play anything no, in band in high I schools didn't have, or no? Uh, my uh, none of my parents played none of that. Nothing. No, like, I was rebelling hard when I got out of high school. <laughs> yeah, I went I went through that stage too. Anybody that knows me when I was younger uh, knows I, I was like screw you guys. I'm gonna go play bass. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just thought it was the coolest thing in my town. I was like, you're gonna go to college. Oh. Nah, dude. Yeah, uh, been there, and now I'm like. I did go to college, by the way. <laughs> oh God, I I ended up dropping out and uh, tried again and dropped out again, and now I'm now I'm doing it again, dude. I don't know what the deal is. Like I just had like a such a, like a thing recently where I was like I gotta go back to school and do something, so I I did, and I don't know, like it's just a thing I did. I don't know if I did it for myself or for everyone around yeah. me or. I'm now in a lot of debt because of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rules. I actually, uh, I was lucky enough, but oh gosh, I I didn't go far enough into debt to be that big of a deal. So it's a nice deal to <laughs> to be able to do that. I feel like it's kind of weird to say like I did it the right way, but I'm also like 30 and graduating a community college. So like I also feel like way I was 30 out of when I graduated my community college, Dude, man. <laughs> pump it, boom! <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's cool though. What did you graduate with? Uh, uh just uh, an AA. Well, it's, that's like, worth it though. Yeah, I mean kind of did it to prove to myself that I wasn't super stupid so well yeah I mean I'll tell you what that was something else when I went back because everyone's like well, you got to go That's for really it I got out of it yeah well you got to go for something and I'll tell you what like I was just like nah I don't really I realized I could go through like a certain program and not have to worry about getting an AA and you could get like a, a certification or a degree in a certain different area other than getting an, an AA and uh I ended up saying like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to do the AA too. I'm going to get them both. And just, just because I feel like I need the general education still just to like try to realize like where I measure up to exactly what's going on. And it, it made me, it gave me a lot of perspective though. Cause you start taking like psych 101 and stuff and you're just like, yeah. and you're just like, whoa, this is, this could be pretty crazy. And then you take like a biology class and you're like, whoa, this <laughs> stuff's pretty nuts too. So it's kind of neat to get to dip your toes into all those different things. I'm like really glad I got to experience actually. Uh, how many shows do you guys think you play a year? Well, like I said, it is slowing down a little bit because we get we got to retool some stuff. We did lose, I think, like five, four or five members. I can't even yeah <laughs> count yeah. right now. But uh, so we're like I said, we had to drop this show, and that was a bummer. But we 
we got stuff to work on. We got a couple of releases coming out. Oh, and, cool, cool, cool. Uh, probably going to get another video out. Nice. You guys have always been really good with the videos. Yeah. Uh, they all on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you guys have the I, same situation. As I well. think we just mostly have them on Facebook right on now. On Facebook? Yeah. All right. Uh, you're just at TV Cop or TV underscore Cop? Uh, TV Cop IA. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's TV Cop IA on Facebook. You guys yeah. got Twitter and stuff. I should just pull it up. I got my phone here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, you guys had a, a video recently where you were talking about how you were looking for uh a drummer and that was uh, a video that got shared quite a few times um by like tons and tons of people it was, <laughs> yeah it was, we did not get a drummer out of it either <laughs> I, I don't know how that works out so you guys are still looking for a drummer so i guess if there's a drummer in uh, southeast iowa southeast central ish iowa hit up the tv cop for sure but uh yeah you guys are We're at, cool guys yeah you got the at tv cop i hang out on uh, on facebook and uh, you guys recently did a, a video with uh, animation. You guys, and you guys, yeah. have, you guys have always been really good about like putting out fun videos with with your releases and different songs that you have going on. So that was something I always thought was fun. Like you had like the party video one, and uh, gosh, there, there's one with like radical food. sabbatical was that one? Yeah, with the, yeah, was, one was that the one with like maybe pie or food being thrown or something in that one? Uh, jarringly Caucasian, John was emptying a, uh, can of shaving cream onto his head. There you go. Yeah, that, that was that one. Okay. Yeah, dude. And see, like, you guys have always, that's the thing is I remember these things. Yeah. There's so much crap on the internet these days, but like, dude, I remember those and those, that just make me smile so much. And you guys, uh, the trouble you go through just to make your own videos and things like that are awesome. And recently you uh, had a video made by Emery Brown. That was yeah, animated. he's awesome. That was animated. I, that's my favorite video out of all of them. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Uh, you I know, love the little bass player guy. Yeah. Like, just Bobbing it, around down yeah. there. I love it. Uh, yeah, Emery's been tinkering around with animation. And uh, his like the rudimentary style lo- lends itself <laughs> yeah. to itself. Yeah, like, I loved it. And that's the thing, though, is it? Uh, it's really entertaining because he'll make like promo videos for shows that he has coming up sometimes and things like yeah. that so and you know i did and it's po- only like a two minute song but it's like the best two minutes yeah dude oh <laughs> um, that video which works so good uh let's see here you guys are on on the twitter and you guys do a lot of stuff on the twitters so uh yeah, I mean, it's dakota, like, dakota handles that it's not the <laughs> absolute it? most of um used account you guys have i'd say your facebook's the most used probably yeah but uh, you are TV cop underscore IA on, on the Twitter gram. Uh, that's just Twitter, not, not I shouldn't say Twitter gram. Uh, on Twitter, TV cop underscore IA. I got you on Instagram here too. Let me, I'm going to have to look it up. But you guys do have stuff coming up on, on your Instagram page here and there too. I'm just not the best at using Instagram, unfortunately. I, I should probably use it more. You're also, uh, looks like TV cop underscore IA on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys post pictures of shows and flyers and all sorts of good stuff on there. It's yeah, we we try to get on on sharing stuff and promoting and yeah, helping get, everybody out. You got the YouTube channel. Um, I'm not 100% sure how often you use it. I'm also not up on YouTube the yeah, most. we're going to be using that more for good. sure. Good. I, f- I feel like you guys yeah. uh, could have a strong presence on the YouTube channel. Uh, if, you know, you just throw your music videos up there and things like that, yeah. that would probably be like the best way to go about it doing it i've used i use youtube quite a bit and i'm i've done better at using it lately uh you know i got quite a few subscribers to the audible farm youtube page but it's also tough to to just decide how you want to monetize things and do stuff like that so 
I guess it just it just is what it, you know. I'm doing all these podcasts just so people can sit down and listen to them. I don't really want to just sit down and make money off of talking to people. So I you know try to sell ad space only to people that I I like and you know. And it's just one of those weird things where I don't know how to monetize this the correct way or even if I want to. But uh, it's right so now, complicated. I, I mean, it's really not that hard to just be like, here's an ad, watch it. Thanks YouTube. Somebody pay me money. There's but, just so many things, but you have to be on track yeah and i mean be on top of dude it would be nice to have a team of people but it's just a one <laughs> just, just a one-man show <laughs> and that's the other thing is like you guys are active on all your social media accounts um we try to and that's the thing is that takes time out of all your guys's personal days you know yeah and that's something that should definitely be said for for that because it's just it's a real person doing this not because they're getting paid by it's not like you're a band paying a person to say like post these things, post this stuff for us. Yeah. You, know, you know, you're actual you guys behind behind the the handles talking to people, and you're like, all please you, like us. Yeah, please. <laughs> you guys do have quite a few, you know, quite a good following uh, for being a you know like only a two or three year old band tops. Yeah. You know, so that's that's something else that I feel is is pretty awesome. How long has TV Cop slash Sports Team been a band? Cause, cause I oh say, man, that that show that you were talking about earlier was one of our first shows. Yeah, as sports team, and that was uh, I think it was a crazy one promotion show, like a monthly yeah. show that he had booked for that. I think that was our first. That was our very first Des Moines show. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, you we sold like a hundred cents. You know? <laughs> yeah, you sold me on that. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, we got a standing ovation in the first. Like we were playing through our first song and then steve started playing the trombone and everybody stood up and started clapping i was like what is going on like what is happening right now dude i'll tell you what it is it's uh this town has a lot of metal in it uh des moines that is and uh there's like stuff like that is refreshing and i feel like you caught the right group of people to be entertained by that because it was like me uh clint and kelsey uh kind of grew up on that stuff too. Yeah. so it, you know it's just like a handful of us that were just like Dude, this is this is so awesome. We need to, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things you don't see that every day, especially like a trombone in a band was just something that was just like, what are they gonna do with this thing? And then oh, they're gonna use it the right way, and it's gonna <laughs> and it's gonna sound awesome. It's not just not not just a cliche thing to drag around, you know. So it was it was definitely refreshing to see a band like that come through Des Moines, and uh, you guys are here, you know, more often than I. What are, how many shows have you played here a year? I mean, it's usually like... Uh, the last one that we played here was with the Oakley Dokleys at yeah. Vaudeville. And yeah, that was that, a super that, fun show. Playboy Man Baby was awesome. That's dude, all that, I'm going to say. Dude, that's, that's so cool. I remember that happening and uh, couldn't make it down to the show because I'm doing stuff because I have a that, life. That you know, show apparently. was great for us. We made money on it. Everybody had a great time. We sold a bunch of t-shirts. That's good, dude. I mean, uh, that's what it's all about right there is just going and having having fun and realizing that people had fun watching you and yeah. uh you know our best yeah i mean if going, you're, going through again more more member changes at the time you yeah know, so you know it's just a tough getting thing used to a new drummer it's a tough thing to do too is uh just like i mean even for myself i go watch shows and i gotta make sure i tell everyone like hey you guys rocked you killed it knocked it out of the park today like i love your guys's sound and style and and i always try to make sure people know that i am enjoying what they're doing so yeah that, so that way that's how I've met a lot of cool people, really. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. You, yeah. Memory. Yeah, dude. All these guys are awesome. Uh, yeah, I feel like we got a, a nice 
group of people that we're kind of sharing our talents in between and building a network of people that are helping each other out the best they can in the best ways that they can. That's what you got to do. That's punk rock right there. Dude, yeah. And I, uh, I f- I'm hoping that this podcast is uh, going to reach a lot of people because I, you're you're one of the nicer guys I've met. That's damn sure. You, know, you're all, <laughs> you always seem to be in a good mood and just uh, just loving what you're doing. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm chilling. I'm having a great day. I'm not at work. <laughs> I'm in Des Moines. Yep. About to see a sweet show. Yeah, man. We got a. Uh, looks like we got about fifty seconds left. Do you want any shout outs on here for anybody? Uh, Emery Brown for doing that video. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, what's the current TV cop lineup right now? Shout out to all your band members. Uh, we got Dakota Karens, yep. Justin Ludeman, John Rao, and myself. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Back to a four piece then, huh? Yeah. That's cool. That's killer. Uh, you know, check out TV Cop. That's uh, you're on Facebook at TV Cop, and then Instagram, yep. Instagram, and Twitter was uh, at TV Cop underscore IA. Yeah, man. Thanks uh, for letting me hang out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to make sure I said it right. That's TV Cop IA on Facebook. I believe so. Yeah, no underscore in there. TV Cop IA. So, yep. so yeah. Uh, looks like my recorder is gonna run out of space. So appreciate you joining me, man. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, this was awesome. Thanks. Uh, yep. Hey, that was another good episode. Uh, hopefully that audio sounds pretty good. I think I did a pretty decent job uh, post production on that. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing too much. I'm just kind of out, out here guessing. And uh, I, I do spend a lot of free time reading articles online and, and seeing what other people have done to try to do what they're doing for their podcasts. And uh, you know, a huge shout out for that goes to the Iowa Podcast Network. They've helped me out quite a bit. So uh, shout out to the Iowa Podcast Network. You can go to iowapodcastnetwork.com and find all sorts of goodies there, uh, podcasts like mine, podcasts not like mine, uh, things that are run by people solo, uh, they got group ones on there, I mean, it's there's comedy, there's news, there's, there's literally everything there. Uh, I gotta give another huge shout out to Tyler Price for joining me on the podcast, we had discussed doing one uh, a couple times and we actually got to meet up, so it was really nice to meet up with him, uh, I think it's the first conversation I've ever actually had with him one-on-one sitting down other than uh, seeing him at shows and things like that. So it's really cool to actually get to sit down and talk with Tyler. So thanks again, Tyler. Really appreciate it. Go check out his band, TV Cop. Oh, man. uh, I've always been a fan of them. So make sure you check them out. They're awesome. While you're out on the internet checking things out, make sure you check out www.audiblefarm.com. You can find all sorts of Audible Farm stuff there. Uh, You can find out where you can listen there, where you can connect with us online. If you want to be a guest, go ahead and fill out that form on the website. It will fill me in. It will send uh, an email to the Gmail account that I have created for Audible Farm, which is audiblefarm at gmail.com. So if you want to just send me an email without going to the website, go ahead and do that. Really appreciate it. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, and you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Audible Farm for all of those. Make sure you check us out there. We, uh, we're we decently active on all of those places. Uh, I love hearing from people there. It's it's always fun to have people give me shout-outs uh, and, and converse with me about what's happening. Speaking of that, go to the YouTube page. Um, you can go to YouTube.com and type in the search bar, search bar Audible Farm and... I believe I'll be the first return there. Let me go to it real quick and check it out. I am. Um, I did record that portable, but I'm back in the mini studio here and doing some stuff. Let's see here. We we went there. We typed in Audible Farm. Hey, look at that! If you type in Audible Farm, uh, I'm the first return. Audible Farm. Uh, you can click on the page there and give it a subscribe. 
Well, we're closing in on about 200 videos now on there. We've got videos for uh, bands that have played live. We discussed that a little bit in the podcast earlier. Uh, you know, shout out to Sports Team slash TV Cop for uh, all the awesome content they've given me on there. And, you know, they've been really good about sharing those videos and things like that. So I really appreciate that. If you want to see what other kind of good stuff is on the Audible Farm YouTube page, just go to YouTube, search Audible Farm, and look for The Piggy. Uh, The Pig is kind of the moniker for the podcast. So he'll be up there. Check him out. Um, Got all sorts of goodies on the Audible Farm YouTube page. Uh, Thanks again to the Iowa Podcast Network. They're always doing the best, as far as I'm concerned, with supporting podcasts around Iowa and around the nation. I really appreciate what they've done for this podcast. They've opened up quite a bit of new listening uh, around the state for me and I really appreciate that so thank you guys very much if you're tuning in and you found us in the Iowa Podcast Network shoot the Iowa Podcast Network a tweet or a message somehow and let them know uh, that what they're doing is working because they're doing a great thing for everybody out here doing all the podcasts all the little guys out here uh, you know Michelle's running that and I really appreciate that so uh, big ups to the Iowa Podcast Network I really appreciate it I, I do have to say, if you if you are listening somewhere where you can leave a review, I'd really appreciate it just to let me know, you know what episode drew you in, what you really liked, things like that. So uh, I know on the Apple Podcast app, you can leave reviews on there, five stars, four stars, one star, whatever you think. Uh, leave me a little comment to let me know what's happening. And uh, I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, leave a comment about the, the mixing or whatever you want to do. I don't care. Uh, just uh, go there and leave, leave a review. Uh, hopefully it's not negative wink wink uh thanks again to everybody that listens to this there's uh, a a growing number of people that are listening to this podcast and i'm really really appreciative to everybody out there that's doing that and i just want to thank you guys all very much for listening to the podcast because i i do put in a decent amount of work into this and i'm not doing it for me so i hope you guys are all getting the entertainment value out of it and i hope that uh it's helping some of the bands get exposure and some of the other people that i'm talking to you know i've had conversations with um not just musicians but comedians uh other podcasters i've even had a conversation with the pizza king himself so go back through the back catalog listen to some of the older episodes let me know what you think let uh you know send like i said send us an email or just go to twitter and tweet us or leave us something on facebook or anything you think i really appreciate everybody interacting with me as much as they have uh youtube honestly there's been a decent amount of comments flowing in on youtube and i really appreciate that so shout out to everybody that's been leaving me comments on youtube i you know i I do my best to respond as quickly as possible and people are are pretty good about responding back to me so i really appreciate that thank you very much uh i want to thank you again if you're listening and i want to give another shout out to tyler price for joining me on the podcast this week this is your host uh this has been the audible farm podcast and i am peter stockdale I will check everybody next week with another amazing episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.